This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Ott and Paul Stone every week talking college basketball handicapping approaches. So different strategies that we picked up, certainly some things that, uh, you know, may help help shape your your handicapping and also giving you maybe a few examples that just happened or some games that uh, qualify uh, in the upcoming. And, well, Paul, I mean, rarely does uh, when you make it a – you make an example, and listen, some people do this, something almost like a hedging. You know, kind of some people like to buy that half a point in the lower games in college uh, college basketball, some don't. I'm a big proponent. If it's, and i got to be, i got to clarify better, spreads, one and a half to six and a half, one and a half to six and a half, laying points, taking points, you buy the half a point. Bet Rivers, again, is one of the few, if any, that applies to all games. They have the sliding scale. I wish Max could show a graphic of it, but the um, they got the little scale. You can buy the half a point, charges you an extra 10%. Some, play, uh, some books offer it sometimes. Some books off, don't offer it on the – to buy it on the half point, on the whole point. And some uh, charge you 15 cents juice instead of 10 cents juice. Again, the math is exactly this. One out of 20, uh, 22 times it has to hit, fall on that number for it to pay for itself. Well, lo and behold, Saturday, six of them, Boston College, Notre Dame, Kansas, Iowa State, North Carolina, Florida State, Kansas, um, uh, Kentucky, Arkansas, Miami, Pitt, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Monday night, Houston, Texas, Tuesday night, Boston College, Syracuse. This is roughly 40 games in this time period since we talked last where it's fallen half and, well, that's a lot. That is a lot. So, um, you know, again, I mean, it's a flurry. It does not happen this often. Don't kid, don't kid yourself. But late in the season, the lower lines, which fall closer to the number, as we have a large enough sample size where the numbers are pretty, pretty doggone type. So any of those, uh, did you have the good side or the bad side? Uh, Iowa State missing the front end of a 1-1, and uh, Kentucky missing the front end of a 1-1. Not very good free throw shooters, even just their best free throw shooters, Shepard from Kentucky, and then some threes at the buzzer, including one that drove Calipari crazy, the and one with one second to go to let that number fall on six, Paul. But this is college basketball. That's, you know, every little edge uh, certainly counts. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, now that we have every team's played essentially 20 games, some maybe 21, 22 games, we have a larger sample size. The power ratings are really fine-tuned, so these uh, – Games are more apt to fall really close to the point spread. And uh, like you said, you don't need to do it often. You don't need to hit it often uh, to justify buying that half point at, at Bet Rivers. So to have a, a weekend like occurred last weekend, if you bought the half point in all those instances, you know, you pretty much paid for itself and you're, you're playing with, you know, house money, if you will, down the stretch. So, uh, yeah, college basketball, I tell you, it is a, uh, it is a grind. It is interesting to, to go five months 
uh, and to go so many games, you know, day in and day out, uh, you're just going to have so many different uh, types of beats, so many games that fall close to the number, and you really got to have a, a strong stomach to uh, endure the marathon because there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. But, you know, we're, we're both football guys first, but I mean, as, as you get to these games late in the playoffs and, and certainly in the Super Bowl, it's kind of a coin flip. You know, with a wider menu, you can be more selective and pick spots. And, you know, another thing that has kind of paid off this week is something that we talk about in uh, in college football a lot is look-ahead spots, you know. And, and St. John's got beat by Xavier looking ahead to uh, to UConn in the garden. You, you looked at uh, North Carolina getting upset by Georgia Tech looking ahead uh, to Duke. You had uh, – Oh, there was another one uh, in there that you, uh, you, it was a look-ahead spot. Not as much played in um, in uh, college bat in college basketball as college football, but it still does apply. Right now, we got a great thing going on for the big game. That's right, uh, Bet Rivers is offering a second chance bet on your first same game parlay on the big game coming up. Place a qualifying same game parlay on the big game. If your bet loses, you get a bonus bet equal to your wager. With your same game parlay bet, you also earn a square that could be worth as much as $10,000. 10 large, baby. See the Bet Rivers app for full details and bet on the big game at Bet Rivers a week from Sunday. All right, Paul, you talked about how we're getting to in the 20s and the games and we're starting to see some of the some of the return trips, we're just getting into it right now. So this is perfect timing uh, for this angle that you want to bring up. And we're talking about the return trips of these home-and-home home conference series. And you're looking at the home team in a spot here. I- explain what your angle that you're looking at on these the back end of these home-and-home home conference games. Well, you know, we're talking about college basketball obviously being a long season. So these teams now, again, about the 20-game point, of a 35-game or so schedule over five months. So, you know, as I heard a handicapper once say, and um, uh, imitation is certainly the greatest form of flattery, a handicapper once said, ups and downs, highs and lows is how it goes. And certainly in college basketball, when you're playing 35 games, there's going to be some peaks and uh, and valleys for sure. And as handicappers, our job is to try to determine – where those peaks and valleys are going to occur when they have the greatest probability of occurrence. So a situational handicapping technique uh, that I like to selectively employ is playing teams which lost the first meeting outright as an away underdog, and now they're meeting that conference team in the rematch, and they are again receiving points as a home underdog. So looking at uh, Saturday's schedule, I see at least three potential matchups uh, which fit that criteria, those games being, first of all, 16th-ranked Auburn traveling to Ole Miss to play the Rebels, WAC leader Grand Canyon going to uh, Utah Valley, and then Kansas State going to Stillwater to face the uh, last-place team in the Big 12, Oklahoma State. That Big 12 game, looking at it, I do project Kansas State to be a one-point favorite at Oklahoma State, although there's certainly a chance that game could be picked or even that Oklahoma State could be the small favorite. Uh, I would take uh, Oklahoma State there as the uh, betting underdog if they were uh, the betting underdog or that line, that game was lined at pick. So if you want me to go on and talk about the games, I can, or if you want to interject. Yeah, yeah, co- continue, Paul. I'm sorry. I don't want to okay. interrupt you. Yeah. Okay, certainly, uh, you know, looking at the Oklahoma State game uh, the, against Kansas State, hosting them, 
this Saturday in that rematch. Um, I have that game again currently. Kansas State favored by one. Uh, you know, it's a Kansas State. It's an Oklahoma State team, first of all, that doesn't have many opportunities at any more victories in conference play. They're one in seven in Big Twelve. They are the last place team in the Big Twelve, but they've played well at home. You know, last uh, in their last game uh, against uh, West Virginia, they won that game seven, seventy to sixty-six. Their last home game this past Saturday on January twenty-seventh. And then prior to that at home, Oklahoma State also led both Baylor and TCU in the final 10 minutes uh, before losing to both by five points each, lost to Baylor actually in overtime. So I expect Oklahoma State to fire its best shot this Saturday. I'm looking to take the Cowboys again at pick or better over Kansas State. Uh, the game in the WAC is going to be, uh, again, Grand Canyon, the conference Front runner at this point, traveling to Orem, Utah, to play uh, Utah Valley. In their first meeting, it wasn't even a contest. Grand Canyon <clears throat> led that game by 20 at half. They coasted to a 13-point victory. Uh, Utah Valley never really threatened in the second half. In that game, I think it's important to note, I always study the box scores, you know, the, the, the night of or the next morning pretty thoroughly. And in that game, the Antelopes, Grand Canyon, really got some outstanding production from their bench. Uh, those guys combined for a total of 36 points. They were 12 wow. of 19 from the field. They were 7 of 11 off the bench from three-point territory. Three-point shooting, I mean, you know, some teams are better three-point shooting teams than others, but there is some randomness, I think. I don't think uh, Grand Canyon is going to get that type of bench production on right. Saturday against Utah Valley. And plus this Utah Valley team, they're not a great team, first of all, but they have a significant home and road dichotomy this season. Utah Valley, the Wolverines, one and nine on the road. So really, really bad on the road, but seven and one in the friendly confines there at home. Uh, I project Grand Canyon is a six-point road favorite. So I anticipate uh, backing Utah Valley plus the points in that game. And then if you want me to move on to the Southeastern well, I, I just Conference. Wanna, uh, first of all, you know, the Oklahoma State, Kansas State, we, uh, I think we agree Big 12 is maybe the best uh, uh, conference in college basketball. Uh, Paul, these are clearly the, the worst teams in, in, the, in the Big 12, would you say? I mean, between Oklahoma State uh, and Kansas State. And I just – the Kansas State game at home against Oklahoma where Oklahoma had lost four or six, and they, they were never in it. I mean, never in it. You know, the toast of the town, one of the toasts of the tournament last year was a little point guard and uh, Jerome Tang for Kansas State in that classic final uh, in the in the garden against uh, uh, Florida Atlantic. Uh, but, man, they uh, just they bounced, certainly, this year. So it's not a championship hangover, but it's success hangover uh, happening in Manhattan, Kansas, uh, this year. But I wanted to uh, – the, the Ole Miss game – Ole Miss has not lost at home, you know, at the Pavilion. And I just want to ask you this. There was that. I think that was the best Ole Miss Mississippi, the highest level Ole Miss Mississippi State game I've ever seen. The league is better. Period. You got five teams at the top. You got five teams at the bottom, and Ole Miss and um, Ole Miss and Mississippi State are in the middle, along with Texas A and M uh, in Florida. Um, is that a little bit of an emotional hangover 
They, they hate each other there. I mean, they really do. And it was just, it was a high-level game. But then again, they have not lost. And you know what? That place is popping right now. Chris Beard made his point to go around to the stands and acknowledge the fans for coming out because that's a different level environment right now. And we've seen that happen with Oates at Alabama, uh, Pearl at, uh, at, uh, at Auburn. We've seen these really – mediocre at best atmospheres really light up and the pavilions popping right now in Oxford. Yeah. I mean, it's fair to say Ole Miss and I, I can't fault him, but Chris Beard came in first year head coach there for the rebels. They play, although they were undefeated, I believe in, in non-conference play, they played a really easy non-conference schedule. Yeah. They really didn't have any wins of, of significance before uh, beating uh, Mississippi state, their, their chief rival there at home. But they needed a victory like that. They needed, uh, you know, something to hang their hat on. And I always have concern when a team's coming off of a big victory, an emotional effort, especially if it's against their rival. Uh, but, you know, what I look at in this game, first of all, is this Auburn team. They're currently ranked 16th in both wire service polls. But you and I, you know, regularly on the podcast, we talk about the net rankings. We bring up Ken Palm. And yeah. looking at net today, this morning – Auburn eighth. Looking at Ken Palm, Auburn is fifth in the Ken Palm rankings. Huh. And I really, man, I love the product that Bruce Pearl's putting on the they're floor not the there fifth at best Auburn. Team in the country. They ain't no way. But the the Tigers are not in the top ten. No. They're not in the top ten based on power ratings or any other metric in my mind. And their power rating, and you may or may not agree, but their power rating has been built primarily on bludgeoning you know, outclass teams into submission. Right. You know, the three, I look at their road performance, the three best teams that Auburn has faced on the road this season, I think have almost inarguably been Appalachian State, Alabama, and Mississippi State. The common denominator, they lost all three. They also played Baylor in their season opener on a neutral uh, site there in South Dakota, lost to the Bears by six. So they have built their resume by beating outclass teams by large margins and uh, haven't really performed very well against their marquee opponents, especially away from home. Mississippi, they you know may or may not qualify, quote-unquote, as a marquee opponent. But I think the Rebels are going to be getting about five points here. So I like Mississippi plus five to uh, cover against, Old, uh, against uh, Auburn rather on Saturday. So, you know, with my eyes, it tells me just history and watching so many of these games because I definitely pay a little attention because I like – and we, we talked about this last year. Um, I, I like taking the home teams in the Ole Miss-Mississippi State rivalry and the Alabama-Auburn rivalry because a lot of times they really didn't care about those basketball games. But when those, those rivals come to town, they have a lot of extra juice in it. 50-40-70. So what is that? 50-40-70 was at that game. The box score tells you how level, how high level that game was as well. Both teams shot at least 50% from the field, at least 40% from three, and at least 70% from the line. <laughs> Chris Beard, what, what, what does he specialize in? Running up and down or defense, Paul? I mean, and, and, uh, and same thing with the state coach as well. And that's why it was so uh, unusual. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to see him. I think Auburn, and I thought Auburn might bounce back against state. I made a small play on them against state in Starkville, and they did not deserve to be as close as they were even. I was way more impressed in Auburn playing close, very competitive against Alabama than I was in that loss against Mississippi State. 
was there that hangover effect? It looked that way for, well, I guess you could say uh, a, a while with uh, with Alabama. So just 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 interested because there is a little extra juice. But yeah, Ole Miss is on the bubble, and before these two games, Ole Miss had to win these two games to you know to hold serve uh, at home because you know what, what was their best win before uh, before Mississippi State, Memphis. That win doesn't look that good. Uh, right now as they are sliding a uh, big time. So uh, Utah Valley against Grand Canyon, Ole Miss against Auburn, Oklahoma State against Kansas State. If they are like laying a point or two, Paul, would would, would you say no, uh, bets off? Or did, you, did these different games are case by case? You know, I would, um, you know, looking specifically, first of all, at that Oklahoma State hosting Kansas State game, I would take, you know, I think Oklahoma State's a, a good probability to uh, to win the game. So I would take Oklahoma State uh, up to minus one, or obviously at pick or as an underdog. And then, uh, you know, I'd like to get uh, uh, Grand Canyon in the in the um, Utah Valley game. I would like to get uh, Utah Valley plus, uh, say, you know, I, I think the six or more is needed there. So I would like six there. Okay, and then uh, Ole Miss plus five or more over Auburn. Okay, okay, so six, six, uh, at least six, uh, six or more, five or more, and then Oklahoma State right around a pick. All right, Paul Stone. Each and every week we do this college basketball approaches all the way through uh, March Madness. I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs> 